Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for today's episode of Real Estate Disruptors. Today we have David Lecco with Deal Machine, and he's here to share how some of his clients are regularly clearing six figures uh, a month using Deal Machine. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, I am Steve Trang, broker and owner of Stunning Homes Realty, founder of the Offer Fast Homes app, the only app you'll need for wholesaling, uh, and I'm on a mission to create 100 millionaires, so let's connect on Instagram. If you're excited for today's show, please give me a wave, give me a thumbs up. And as a friendly reminder, I do not charge a dime for this show. I don't make any money doing this. So here's all I ask. This is what it costs for you to listen to this show. If you get value today, please tell a friend. You can share the episode right now, tag a friend below, or tell them your best takeaway from the show later on. That way we can all grow together. And don't forget, this is a live show on Facebook and YouTube. So please post your questions for David to answer. Um, and that's it. We're ready to roll. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So first question is, how did you get involved? In real estate. All right. Well, it was 2016, and uh, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I was playing the cash flow game that goes along with that. Yeah. And I had this full time job, but I was interested in planning for retirement, and I didn't feel like the stock market or traditional like financial advisor approach was enough control for me. Like I, I wanted to be a little bit more hands on and be able to control that investment a little bit. So I was looking for a rental property. And in that cash flow game, you've got to like use your income and then save it up and get out of the rat race. Mm -hmm. So you can move on to like the bigger circle where then you can make more investments. And so I was looking for a cash flowing rental, just couldn't find one on the MLS. Uh, I live in Indianapolis. So great city for rentals. I knew that. And uh, I went driving for dollars. So I was trying to find a rental that was low priced. that I could maybe do a little bit of work on myself mm -hmm. and then rent it out and make a cash flow every month. Right. And so that was the start. Okay. So you yeah. wanted to, to, to drive for dollars and then? And then I had uh, a lack of follow through problem. So it was a lot of fun, you know, coming home from work and I would actually drive and write down the addresses on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And then I would come home and I should have been following up, you know, looking up who owns the property, sending out a piece of mail and, uh, but instead, you know, I was hungry. I was like, oh, I need to make dinner and I, I need to go to the gym, et cetera. And then it was time for bed. All right. So I went a few weeks without actually doing any of the follow-ups. Not and unusual. Yeah, not unusual at all. I came to realize later. Right. But I, the, the straw was I drove by this house. I knew I had written down previously and somebody else was actually working on it. And, and I looked down, I was like, crap, you know, there's my list. Mm -hmm. And I haven't followed up with any of it. And somebody else is renovating this property and right. has bought it since then I found it. And so I went home immediately and I started looking up the owners on the county website and it was pretty boring. I had thrown on like an episode of friends mm -hmm. and I had probably 40 properties and, and that took me like three episodes of friends to get through. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this isn't, this is not uh, scalable. This takes a long time, yeah. but I just kind of pushed forward and I was like, I'm going to send out mail. I did some Googling around on some mail services, but they all had a, like a minimum amount. Mm -hmm. And I had 40 properties, you know, the minimum was like a few hundred, if not a thousand. And so I, I was just like, all right, I'm going to print these myself. And I was like, I, I dedicated all this time already. So I want the best chance to get a response rate. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to put the picture of their house on it. Cause I had been snapping pictures on my phone too. And so I did like a mail merge with like Microsoft Word and my printer 
and uh, put stamps on them and, and took them to the post office. It took a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I got started. So for you, you did this for you. I was doing it for me. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So did you have any luck? I mean, when you got started doing that? Not, not in that first round of 40 properties. I did not. Okay. But I was already thinking at that time about how much time that took me. Mm-hmm. And I knew driving for dollars was a good strategy because I had been to several meetups. Multiple people were like, you got to start this way. Right. It's the best way to start on a low budget. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so my job and my education background is actually computer engineering. I learned how to code on the job at Accenture. My client was actually the post office and we were building (laughs) this software for bulk mailers. Okay. Yeah. So I, I had already had a lot of software background. And for me, I was just like, oh, this is going to be my weekend project is Mm -hmm. build this really basic version that accesses the county records and then we'll send out a piece of mail for me. So that way it just took care of my lack of follow through. So that's that's what I did that weekend. I spent all weekend just in the computer building a a really basic version of of this app. Wow. Yeah. So what year was that? 2016. 2016. So not even that long ago. So did you ever buy any properties using this process? Yeah. You did? Uh-huh. Okay. And what'd you do with those? So my first one was actually $4,782. Yeah. Yeah. And so it had like a blue tarp on the roof and it was 600 square feet, <laughs> but it was downtown Indianapolis. Yeah. And I knew this area, it's called 16 Tech. I knew it had developments, like significant developments going around. And this guy had lived here for 40 years. He obviously couldn't keep up with maintenance. He had back surgery, so he couldn't cut the grass anymore. And so he's yeah. like, I need to go live. Um, ended up going into uh, like a, a housing complex, you mm-hmm. know. But he, he had called me after like the fourth or fifth postcard. And he's like, I got your postcard and I would like to sell my house. It was the easiest conversation ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you bought it and, uh, for under 5,000? Under 5,000. And then now it's an Airbnb that makes about 2,000 a month. And it took about- So it's paid off for itself. Almost. It, it took about 65,000 to- Oh, really? Um, to bring it up to where it is. But it's got oh. it's got granite. We reframed the whole thing, redid the roof line. So pretty significant upgrades, but it's like full two bath, two bedroom with granite, yeah. uh, 600 square feet, still bringing in like $2,000 a month. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we were talking offline before we even started is that, you know, you're buying properties, mm-hmm. but with a whole different purpose. So, you know, everyone that I talked about deal machine, they're looking at it as far as like, you know, wholesaling mm-hmm. piece, mm-hmm. but your strategy is a little bit different. You're yeah. buying properties for another purpose. Yeah. So what are you doing? My goal is to have 10 rental properties that are cash flowing because for me, the whole start was financial independence. You know, right. I started with that cash flow game and getting out of the rat race, having mm-hmm. that passive income that would cover any basic living expenses, you know, that I had kind of in perpetuity. Yeah. So I'm still actively looking for deals. So you're driving for dollars still. Yeah. Looking. Not me personally. Yeah. Um, I do it when I'm just in route. Right. But I, I actually hired somebody to drive for me as well. Okay. So let's yeah. talk about that. What does that mean exactly? Yeah. So her name's Courtney mm-hmm. and she was very interested in real estate. And she responded to my Indeed ad, and I was paying $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. And so she can drive as much as she wants. And if she's going to drive for $15 an hour, 
she's got a goal. I, I need her to add at least 10 properties that meet mm-hmm. my criteria every hour. Yeah. And uh, she just loves, she loves driving, looking at houses. So she's a person on your payroll or? Well, you know, it wasn't super contractor? official. It was an independent contractor okay. that I was paying via Venmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she tells you when she's on a clock and she's and, and then you're getting 10 properties. Or how does that work? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would say every day I need you to post in Venmo request for the money. Mm-hmm. Tell me the hours and the, the number of properties that you added. Yeah. And then I, I can go in and see that she added that many properties. She also takes a photo of them. So I can tell that, she, you know, where the property is, what it looks like, mm-hmm. and just kind of do a sanity check, make sure like she's continuing to do. She's actually doing it. What, yeah, what what I'm paying her to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is your target user demographic or the avatar of, of your user, is it the guy that's first getting into wholesaling or is it, you know, like, Polites who is running a massive operation. Like, what is your mm-hmm. primary or yeah, target so the, audience? The the primary person, and, and we have all different levels mm-hmm. uh, that actually do this. Yeah, beginner to somebody making a million a year already. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like the very easiest person is somebody who's done like three to six deals mm-hmm. already, and they're looking to scale. Right. And and in order to scale, they're being told. Hey, you need to send ten, twenty thousand dollars worth of bulk, you know, direct mail. Yeah, and that gets really expensive. It feels like you're not able to keep a lot of the money for yourself because a lot of it's just going right back out the window. And it's oh, yeah. it's good to reinvest, but we can offer a solution that's not so um, heavy on hard on your wallet mm-hmm. because when you're driving for dollars, it requires a lot less properties that you find and mail to because it's more targeted. It's not like the same list that everybody's like hammering with mail. Mm-hmm. It's a more unique list to yourself. Yeah. And so we can help them get those same big deals, but without spending that amount invested in direct mail, which is huge when you're just starting out because those expenses, you know, the expenses can get out of oh, hand. They add up really fast. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying three to six deals, like they're ready to scale. They're feeling like I got the hang of this. They're like 36 per month, 36 per year. Uh, just they've done three to six total, you okay. know, and they're trying to step it up. They feel like gotcha. they need to add people, add employees. Okay. Or that, you know, they want to take it to the next level. Okay. So you do, you're done between three and six transactions and you're trying to get to the next level. How do I use the deal machine app to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. So you're actually going to, um, hire somebody. Mm-hmm. We, we have a program that, you know, you can post Craigslist or indeed job ads and the same payment structure that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the alternative is some people like to pay like a dollar per deal um, that they add. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to do is, you know, add them. We've got like a sign up page. So they can be added mm-hmm. and uh, they get instructions on how to download the app. Um, do a quick test run. Be like, hey, before I meet you, I want you to just add 50 properties like this. I'll pay you. And then uh, if you like it, then we can meet. Right. And that filters out like any time wasters any people who are just kind of just like um, maybe fizzle out, you know, that'll mm-hmm. filter those guys out. Um, and then then you can build uh, a team of like one to two people that actually is, is going to consistently add properties for you every week. So someone like me who wants to add some more people to my operation, mm-hmm. you're saying I can do this, create this page mm-hmm. where they register and I can have them go do 50 properties before they even like meet with me to see if I even yes. want to meet with them. Yes. That's absolutely. a really good idea. So Max, I don't know if you're listening. We're, we're interviewing people right now. 
So, Max, if you're not listening, we got to add that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Max, your, process. Max, is Max your uh, acquisitions person? No, he's my team? partner. He's my partner. He's your partner. Okay. Yeah, he's the one that makes things actually happen. So, without him, we wouldn't really be wholesaling very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I wanted to say it's not that beginners shouldn't use this. Mm-hmm. Or no, right now we're talking yeah. about like so the three to six. They want to scale. Mm-hmm. So if they're adding drivers, people to up- upload addresses to their list. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And yeah. then what do they do with that list? So real easy to do is actually send direct mail. Mm-hmm. And it's going to stand out more than a bulk mail because every picture that your drivers took is going to be on that mail. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot more clear. It's a angle that is apparent. It's not a Google photo. It's actually... Uh, letting the owner know like you've been to their house and you're that actually very interested. It's amazing how <laughs> polarizing it can be. Yeah. A lot of people will say, Hey, I, I, I got a stack of mail over here, but I called you because it looks like you took a lot of time mm-hmm. in getting in contact with me. And I appreciate that. Gotcha. On the other end of the spectrum, anytime you're doing direct mail, you're going to have somebody that's uh, just a little bit crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm sure you've encountered them in in your direct marketing. So we had, uh, so I do I do traditional real estate as well. So one of the things we were doing for the longest time we don't do it anymore was for like listings that canceled and expired. And so we would send a mail mm-hmm. twice a week for four straight weeks. Mm-hmm. So every house that didn't sell got eight pieces of mail from me in a month. Wow. And I would track the amount of angry phone calls, mm-hmm. angry mail, whatever. Because I know what that tells me is that my assistant was actually sending out the mail. Mm-hmm. If I'm not getting angry phone calls and angry emails, I yeah. know my people aren't working. So that was my metric to make yes. sure people were working. So here's where people get hung up is they'll say, well, what if somebody sees me taking a picture of their house? Mm-hmm. And every time that's happened, I just tell them the truth. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm a real estate investor. I really like this street. I like this house and I'm looking to buy a property on this street. And then their guard just drops. Yeah, but I think I think if you if you if your body language looks nervous, uh-huh. um, y- you just gotta like really stick your your hand out there <laughs> so that you're not afraid to show people you're you're taking photos. Right, and I think that really helps everybody drop their guard. Oftentimes they'll be like, you know, this house has roaches over here. Mm-hmm. You know, this lady loves cats, and this is a really bad landlord. Stay away from this guy. Right, you'll get all the information you want. Okay, so you're taking a picture of the uh, house that's looks to be in disrepair yeah and the neighbors are coming out and saying neighbors are coming out what are you doing what are you doing yeah oh so you're just like yeah yeah i'm trying to buy this house yeah and then the conversation totally turns positive yeah yeah because no one wants an eyesore in their neighborhood Mm -hmm. but back to your question about the the people who call in angry Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i i always tell this story of this guy who was like why did you take a picture of my house and i was like same thing i'm you know i'm a real estate investor was driving by, really liked this street, would love to buy you know, a house on it. I liked your house. And uh, he ended up saying, well, I just, I keep getting so much mail, you know, ever since we filed for divorce and these people won't leave me alone. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, I will take you off my list. It's not a problem. Will you be selling your house eventually? And he's like, yeah, but you know, not until it's, it's all done, all said and done. And I asked if he would like me to follow up with them at that time. And he said, yeah. So it's just like, you know, even if somebody is angry, if you can hang on just for a second and and maybe uncover something positive from that. Right. I found that that's that's true a lot more than you think. Gotcha. 
Uh, Juan Gutierrez wants to know how can you add people to your account? Or how many people can you add? Sorry, how many people can you add to one account? So we have t um, two different plans and um, all of them let you add unlimited properties. Mm -hmm. We have this basic plan that allows you to have three deal finders. And those deal finders are limited access people that can add deals, but they can't like spend any of your money by sending out mail or seeing the owner info. And then on the, the bigger plan, which we call the enterprise, that lets you have unlimited deal finders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you've got like a partner, you also get like five full access team members where you can control exactly what they can access up until like an admin type, type privilege. Gotcha, yeah. that's cool. Um, so I have a lot of people reaching out to me on Instagram, asking me questions okay. and, I, and I encourage it, right? I've, I've never like, I don't, I, I, I acknowledge every single one except uh -huh. for like some of the ones like, you're a little too hot, I don't know what's going on. Like, okay. Don't ask me how I'm doing, right? Yeah. But besides those, I, <laughs> I respond to everybody else. Um, one of the questions I get is, you know, like I'm getting started, what do I do? And I've told them like, if you don't have money in the market, it's gonna be really tough to get into this business. The only option you really have is driving for dollars. So mm -hmm. I've encouraged people to go get their, uh, become a licensed Uber driver or a Lyft driver, mm -hmm. and then drive for dollars in between. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that? I think that's a phenomenal recommendation because yeah. you're making making money while you're in your car. Right. And you're, you're doing the work that needs to be done that a, you know, like a wealthy investor won't do. Right. Right. Because if you're wealthy, you know, I, I was just talking to Tom Kroll and he's like, when you're wealthy, you design a life um, without, it. there's no inconveniences. You design mm -hmm. those out of your life. So, right. you know, actually driving a street, writing down a house that you see is not something that a, like a, a wealthy investor would typically do. And so you can use that to your advantage when you're just starting out because you've got the drive, you've got like the 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 heart, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're out there doing that work. Yeah. Uh, and so one thing uh, Max and I were talking about, what we wanted to do was advertise to people that work for mm -hmm. Uber mm -hmm. and encourage them to send deals to us. Yeah. Is there a plan for that, how to do that? Like I joined an Uber group, I had, I had to, you know, under scrupulous. <laughs> you had to hide yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I joined an Uber group for Facebook. Yeah. You know, to kind of like infiltrate whatever. But like if I wanted to get, you know, a bunch of Uber drivers, Lyft drivers to mm -hmm. start sending properties to me, how would I do that? So I have a page mm -hmm. and it's part of that Deal Machine Enterprise account. The URL for mine is like dealfinder.team slash indie. Mm -hmm. And if you go to that page, it's a marketing website geared towards attracting Uber drivers, attracting people who want to make money while they drive. Mm -hmm. And so they can they can see exactly, you know, how much they can get paid. They'll see exactly what they have to look for, and then they'll have a place to sign up. Yeah. And then you get pinged and they've already got the app downloaded, they're in your account, and then you can reach out and be like, hey, this is Steve, just wanted to say thanks for signing up for my team. Yeah. I want you to add these 50 properties in the next three days. I'll pay you for them, you know, mm -hmm. dollar per property or whatever. The criteria is listed out here, you've already seen that. And uh, go have fun and let me know when you get there. We'll talk about something like more long-term once right. you get there. So you, you recommend creating a landing page it's with yeah for for Uber drivers and Lyft drivers. Mm -hmm. How would I market to them to let them know to go there? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I've 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 exclusively done it on Craigslist and Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're in a Uber Facebook group, I haven't personally done that yet. But and I don't know what the rules are there. But <laughs> I, I'd say that's probably a pretty good approach. Yeah. It's a lot of like, political rants in there. It's a really weird Facebook group. 
Awesome Uber drivers place. got opinions. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They have a lot of opinions. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so Brian Griffin wants to know what the link. So what's your link? Deal Finder? What's your link for the indie? For indie? Dealfinder.team slash indie. I-N-D-Y. There you go. Um, and then let's see. We got other questions. So I'm trying – forgive me, guys. I'm trying to bounce between Facebook and YouTube. So um, we have – Douglas Miller wants to know that he's found addresses that come up as invalids. Is that because they're new builds? Mm, okay. Well, we get the info from 3000 County databases. Mm-hmm. And if they're invalid, uh, if he's using deal machine already, if that comes back invalid, that usually means if you go to the county, they don't have the address mm. for some reason. Okay. It, it's, it's probably a data entry issue on their end. Um, and if you've got an owner absentee owner who is in England, hmm. how would that work? Do you, would you still, would the old machine still send the postcard to England? You know, we, uh, it's a really good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't, but I would say question. if there's an out of country person, mm-hmm. we, uh, I would, I would press the enhanced search button to get their phone number, email address and other addresses. Yeah. And I'd probably reach out with, with either a cold call and also maybe an email. Yeah. You guys provide emails? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I have a, a Zap set up. Do you know what Zapier is? Zapier, yeah. Yeah. So I've got it set up so that when a new email address is entered into Deal Machine, mm-hmm. or if you press that enhanced search button and some emails come back, it actually sends out an email to that person automatically. Yeah. So I don't t- type emails to everybody, but the email is basically what the postcard says. It's like, you know, hey, I'm a neighbor, you know, was driving by your house over at this address. It's got the photo of the house. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about, you know, if you're interested in getting a cash offer, please give me a call or a text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, what do you link it with? When you say link it, what do you mean? The email, email platform. Oh, I just link it to my personal Gmail. Your personal Gmail? Yeah. So okay. it, it sends out from there, they hit reply, and then it comes back to my personal Gmail. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you've got a massive operation, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking to scale, you know, like the Polites. I think, you know, they gave a great presentation in Dallas. Mm-hmm. What advice do you give to someone that's at that level for how to use Deal Machine to, le- to leverage their business? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's all about equipping your existing team mm-hmm. with Deal Machine because they're always out in the field if they're acquisitions people, mm-hmm. but they're passing houses that they probably don't end up capturing or they end up in a Slack message that nobody follows through because there's not like a, a process to mm-hmm. that. So first of all is is give this to your your existing team and then start with one one additional driver that's gonna do like 30, 40 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, everyone you, that's on your acquisition team has to have the app. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they're responsible for hiding how many? When they're, when they're in the field, they're in the neighborhoods you want to buy in already. Mm-hmm. So they need, they should be adding everything that they see that stands out. And so typically with all of our like success stories that have come in, we kind of boiled it down to 200 properties times three mailings each is about what it takes at least to get your first deal. Gotcha. So that that's a really good benchmark when you're just trying to test it out and just mm-hmm. trying to start is get to 200 properties as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. We actually have a leaderboard. Some people do it in a day. Wow. Yeah. They're like, and I love that because they're, they're usually the 
investors that have established systems already and they're mm-hmm. like, I'll spend, you know, a thousand bucks to try anything. And if I'm going to try it, I'm going to immediately just go and do, All do out. the thing. Right. Yeah. And then very quickly understand if that's going to work for you or not. Yeah. And then the key is like letting those postcards, you know, repeat, or if you're cold calling, make sure you actually repeat those phone calls to make mm-hmm. sure you can get through at the right time. And so from, for big teams, it's about working that math backwards. Like how many extra deals do you want to do from this? And then that's how many properties you need to add, you know, divide that by however many team members you have. And every, that should be everybody's goal. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other tips from, you know, these really successful operations? Yeah. So I would say a lot of people dismiss the owner occupied homes mm-hmm. and actually all of my deals from deal machine have been owner occupied. And so I, I would say, make sure you don't dismiss those. I know everybody loves the absentee owners mm-hmm. and that's an obvious good lead, but don't dismiss the, the ones that are run down that are owner occupied as well. You think people are, are, are afraid if they're occupied? Like do you see like a car in the, in the driveway, they're not reaching out to them? I think people think that they, they are afraid, I think, but also they assume that if it's owner occupied, they want to keep their house. But hmm. if it's run down, that's motivation in itself. And Absolutely. So, you know, like that guy I had where he ended up just having back surgery after 40 years. Yeah. And it was all about the timing. He was right. on like my, you know, fourth or fifth postcard that he ended up calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so Juan Gutierrez wants to know, uh, so you can skip trace the address using Zap. Is that is that right? You can skip trace the address in the app. It's instant. You don't have to wait for it. It's, okay, so I'm going to a house. I use the app. We call it enhanced search. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you back a bunch of phone numbers, some emails and addresses, everything that we can find. Right. Just in a couple seconds. And I would recommend it'll say which ones are mobile phone numbers. So you want to call those first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, let's see what else was there. Um, how much does it cost? Uh, do you guys handle duplicates? Yeah. So we do not let you add the property twice. Mm-hmm. That would obviously be a disaster, especially yeah. if you've got multiple people adding properties. You don't want it in there four times. Mm-hmm. So we give, we give you like a message that says like, hey, this property's already been added. And then we also have a route tracking feature. Even if I got two different drivers out mm-hmm. there? Okay. They can see the pin, um, but if they're like a deal finder, they won't be able to see you know who owns it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these bigger teams, they want to target specific areas. And so we, we just came out with a route tracking feature a couple weeks ago. So it'll actually draw a line on the map where everybody on your team has been. Mm-hmm. So that way it prevents people from driving the same street twice. It also lets you know when it's time to drive that area again. Right. After, after six months, it'll turn from green to yellow. Mm-hmm. And after a year, it'll turn from yellow to red. And then gotcha. it'll just go away after two years. Yeah. And so your all your team members can see that. And so it helps you also cover an entire hot area and make sure you didn't miss a street mm-hmm. and also prevents you from duplicating work. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, and then Jonathan Cornelius wants to know, uh, is there a cost to you sending in direct mail? Yes, it's on the basic plan, 99 cents. Mm-hmm. And on the enterprise plan, it's 80 cents. And how often do you recommend mailing it? Manuel wants to know. Every 21 days and 
we I, I like to do it 22 days because then it's coming on like a different day of the week each mm-hmm. time, and then three um, every three weeks or so. Gotcha. And then Jason Esslinger wants to know how do you integrate Deal Machine with your email? Through Zapier. Z a p i e r. Yeah. It's a technology that lets you connect like thousands of apps together to work together. If you guys don't know what Zapier is, then you're going to have to find a nerd friend to help you with it. Because it's not, I don't think it's for the uninitiated if you don't have a, uh, an engineering background. right? I think it's as an engineer, that's really easy to use. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're... It's as easy as possible, you know, as it can be. Right. We're still dealing with like integrating APIs. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we can all we can always help you out too. Oh, you guys if can. If you help. guys want to like send there us a go. chat message, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, and then um, Suhomander wants to know: Can you integrate Google Photo instead of taking the photos? Yeah, so you can upload any photo. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, we didn't have any Google Photo connectivity because Google had a terms of service in there uh, that says you're not allowed to use street views on print materials. Mm. Um, I think that's been taken away in the beginning of 2019. So we always yeah. watch that. Uh, so <laughs> Naturally. That, that may change. Yeah. We, uh, we, we kind of have worked on that a little bit so far. But you can – so the, the Polites actually, um, they would add properties and have a, a VA go get the Google photo and upload that. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, wow, you, did, you take all that time? But, you know, at, at $4 an hour – VA could tackle, you know, 30, 40 of those, no yeah. problem in that amount of time. And so for, you know, they have actual dedicated drivers, but for the ones that, you know, the photo wasn't good, or if they wanted to add something like remotely, they had their VAs upload those photos. Um, Adrian Cruz wants to know, like, if you have a fi- failed to find owner, how do you still send the mail? Well, if it failed to find owner, you, I, we would recommend just like finding like maybe like there's companies like a private eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like Corey over at American Tracers. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a lot of users who use like batch skip tracing for right. doing it in bulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think you need a bulk order. Corey might do like a one off for you. Yeah. Um, but I, I would go that route and, and try to find more information about the house. Again, we, on, we can only provide like what's what the county is providing you. Yeah. Um, so. Going back to, you know, the Polites, who mm-hmm. always had some great success with this, like compensation models, you know, how do you reward someone or encourage someone to use it, you know, versus like, um, well, A, for them to have extra income, but B, like in Phoenix, there's more than a couple of ha- wholesalers out here. Oh, yeah. How do we, you know, encourage them? How do we get them to work for us? What do they need? What do they like to see as far as, you know, yeah. working with us? So if you're just starting out, uh, get find like a best friend or your mom or somebody mm-hmm. that's not going to require compensation. Like they just want to help you out. Yeah. Uh, once you've got you know done a deal or two, then the two main models we see are um, you know like dollar per house upfront or you know an hourly fee. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple different people that works really well on Craigslist. A lot of those people, in my experience, don't understand like dollar per house. Mm-hmm. They they want like more constant, you know, like $15 an hour. Like they understand that. Um, so, but the Polites do all like dollar per house and whatever their their price is. So that they've made it work. But in my experience, what I do in Indianapolis is 
if there's like a postal worker or somebody who's like got a full-time job, they're going to find these random houses nobody else does Mm -hmm. or like a delivery person. And so you want to make it worth their while. Those deals are probably going to be better anyway because they're hidden in some cul-de-sac that nobody's driving. Right. Uh, So I'll I'll pay like up to $5 per house for that Mm -hmm. type of person. And and they're not adding a ton of properties. They're busy, but you got to make it worth their time. And then for a dedicated driver, I, I, I really like the hourly amount mm-hmm. and she, uh, you know, my, my driver is very happy with 15. I know a lot of Uber drivers think they make 20 an hour, but, uh, it's not always consistent. So right. I don't know that that's always true. And so I think you could even try experiment with like 12, mm-hmm. 12 to 15. So the $15 an hour and that's require is 10 addresses. Like what's your requirement? Yeah. So I know that, um, just in Indianapolis, every market has just certain, you know, average deal spreads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it, it works out really well for, for me to have a requirement of at least 10. Gotcha. Now, if she's in, you know, Bates Hendricks, which is like a, a real popular neighborhood for flipping, I mean, she could probably add 70 in, in an hour, you know, yeah. but I don't want her there. I want her in neighborhoods that aren't quite so bad. And so there's going to be fewer of those houses, you know, to find per hour. So Mm -hmm. keep in mind where you're having them drive as well and set that goal, what you think should be the right amount. Gotcha. Um, So uh, Fushazella wants to know, can you modify the look of the postcard? Yeah. So we actually have six different templates that you Mm -hmm. can start with. And then you can change all of the colors. You can change all of the text. The, of course, the photo is yours. And then you can upload your own company logo or photo. Or if you're a realtor, you can put your you know realtor ID. Mm-hmm. Some people have like logos like that that they need to include. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you send yellow letters from your thing? We don't have a yellow letter option. Okay. But you can export everything. So unlimited number of properties that your team put in a deal machine, you can export that and you can, you can send yellow letters if you want to elsewhere. Awesome. And how many average houses leads to a deal? I think you said 200. Yeah, at least 200 and at least repeating the mail three times. And then are you sending the same postcard multiple times or are you sending different ones? When we um, came up with those stats and kind of uncovered that it was the same one. I know once you've done a few deals, we do offer, campaigns, which lets you change the postcard and the mm-hmm. message and even like the time frame that that gets sent out. But when you're just starting out, it's not necessary. I mean, the, the default postcard is very just, you know, positive and helpful focused, just like if you're interested in getting a cash offer, please give me a call or text and we can close quickly you know, and with cash. All right. Um, uh, Chris Hart wants to know if you're, uh, if, if you're ugly, should you put a picture of yourself on the postcard? <laughs> I mean, I've never been asked that question before. Um, I, I, I like to make it, it in just general as personal as possible because they're going to, if they're getting mail already, it's probably generic. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you can do anything to make your approach more personal, I think that's a good thing. Gotcha. Oh, Tony Robinson's on the on the line. What's up? What's up, Tony? Got Tony to closer here. Oh man. Yeah. Um, let's see some of the other questions. Uh, you get multiple phone numbers, multiple emails. Do you hit all of them at once with the same message? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Simple enough. Um, all right, guys, keep the questions coming. I'm happy to get these all answered for you. 
Um, anything else you've seen as far as other success stories? You know, oh, things yeah. that people need to follow or copy for their for to get the most out of the app. Yeah, I, I wanted to share this story from uh, Bo Hunter, mm-hmm. and he's in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, he and I actually used to work in the fraternity space. He worked for his national fraternity. I had previously built this tool mm-hmm. to help fraternities recruit. Um, but a lot of those jobs are, are pretty much like probably 30,000 a year. So um, he did this $85,000 deal mm-hmm. when he first started. It was like he was using Deal Machine for three weeks and he was driving around. He noticed there was like a modular home on a very wide lot in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he had this mentor that was a builder. And so he he knew that builders will pay for, you know, land up to 20% of what like the the final build would be. So there's a lot of houses being built around here for about 400,000. And so Bo is like, I can divide this lot up into four as long as we just get this modular home off here. Right. And so um, he, he saw it was for rent. He ended up using the enhanced search, giving him a cold call. And he's like, hey, I, we're looking to buy in this area. Not sure if you're wanting to sell. I saw it was for rent. And the guy was like, hey, I, I, uh, I'm actually kind of tired of this house. He was an older guy. Mm-hmm. And I think they were previously making like $500 a month off this house. Man. Like a family friend used to be living there, but they, they just moved out. Right. And so it needed a lot of repairs. And, and Bo was like, I'll offer you 300000 And so his thought was, you know, we, a builder could put four $400,000 homes on here. Mm-hmm. And so 20% of that might be around 300000 And so the, the guy was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it probably came in a little too hot, a little too high. Well, Bo ended up wholesaling this deal and the uh, the price was 380000 yeah. that a builder bought it for. Um, and then two months later, that guy sold it for 420. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Bo couldn't believe it. He's like, I thought this deal was like the biggest life changing thing. I, it was too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't believe when this guy sold it for a few, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what is that? Next Almost 40,000 40, yeah. more. Yeah. But he got his 80. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I just love that story. Cause that, that was like what, you know, two, three years worth of salary. Oh yeah, and a deal. Yeah, eighty thousand goes. Uh huh. Pay for a lot of marketing. Uh, Stuart Alvarez wants to know: Is there an effective uh, system for following up, or do you hire someone else to do the follow for you? So a big key to the app was it, it was going to take my lack of follow through mm-hmm. off the table, and so we had to build in that repeat mailing system, so it would automatically do that. And you've got full control over how frequently that goes out. Right. So that that's built into the app. In terms of making phone calls, there's not an automated process to that currently. Hmm. So if you're making phone calls, you know I would I would recommend setting a calendar invite to do all your follow-ups every couple of weeks. Yeah. And so, and I think that goes back to right the exporting feature because, like on our team, we would export them mm-hmm. and then cold call them, mm-hmm. cold call them, text them everything. Uh, you know, Rosa wants to know, she, uh, they're, they're in Indianapolis. They want your, your buyer's list. They want my buyer's list. They want your buyer's <laughs> list. Uh, let's see what else is there. So funny thing about that is, um, the properties that you find who are owned by LLCs, mm-hmm. um, I actually send a buyer's postcard to So instead of saying, 
you want to sell your house, I got a picture of their house on there and it says, you want to buy more properties like this. Mm. And so that's one of the things you have in there. So that's one of the ways that I build the buyer's list. Interesting. Yeah, if you had a property and it's LLC owned. Mm. That's a good nugget right there. Uh, do you have any experience with RVMs? I personally have not used RVMs. Oh yeah. wait, I did one time. Yeah, I was in a, a group where we all did that, but I, I don't use them exclusively enough to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Well, Stuart, we use them a lot, and they're a great lead source. So you know, when you're exporting this, and then having your team run it, we do the cold calls, we do the SMS, we do the RVMs. It's very effective. So if you're on the fence of RVMs, I would say you, you should definitely do it. I mean, it's very low cost as well for the amount of that you can do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know we have people that use like Max's RVM software, mm -hmm. REI rail. REI rail. Yep. Yeah. And their thing is like, they, they tell you who's calling back. So it's like a personal phone call. Yeah. So you can export that from deal machine, send it right over there. Right. Yeah. It's a really, really good system. When he was telling me about it, I was like, wow, I can't believe you have that all built out. Mm -hmm. Um, entrepreneur wants to know how accurate are your contact numbers? Great question. So I found that about, it's instant. So it's the instant, unfortunately, is not at the level of, you know, like a like a TLO or LexisNexis. Mm -hmm. um, but I found that about 60% of the time, one of the numbers we give you back is going to get you in touch with the owner. So 60% so, is pretty good. Yeah, de definitely like don't want to set the expectation that it's it's perfect every time. You know, it's, yeah. it's not an exact science, especially with the instant thing. But we wanted to go the instant route, constantly looking at different data providers for that. So that way, in that situation where you're like right in front of that house, you can just call them up. All right. Um, so boss man says absentee houses that he's found while dropping dollars, are these the same as the absentee list that ListSource provides? When you're, dr well, driving for dollars is different than absentee. You're just using the visual, you know, of the house. So it could be absentee owner occupied. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said, definitely mail to the owner occupied ones because everyone's blasting the absentee owners already. Right. Yeah. Um, any other hot tips or uh, good, good stories? Yes. So uh, I got a hot tip and a good story. Yeah. So uh, the other story I wanted to tell you about was, you know, Bo obviously was working a full-time job, had a life changing deal, mm -hmm. but uh, we've had a few college students pick up the, the app too. Uh, Brent, Brent Daniels attracts a few different college students. I think they've used Deal Machine really well. Mm -hmm. And uh, Craig DeSanto, he did his first deal. I think he spent like $54 in marketing total. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was driving around with Deal Machine. No, noticed this house looked like, you know, it was in ill repair. And he, he called this guy up. The Zillow number he was looking at was like 89000 And, of course, you can't trust that, but it tells you something. Ballpark. Yeah. And so this, this guy, again, was like a tired landlord's type situation. And uh, he, so Craig asked, like, how much would you want if I could just close you out, cash you out of this house? And he said 30000 And so Craig put it under contract, sent it to, like, his buyer's list of 700 mm -hmm. and nobody bought it. <laughs> so he noticed some guys working on this house next door. And so he approached them. And they ended up offering forty thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and so he got it under contract. While it was under contract, somebody stole the furnace, 
And so he actually had to take $500 off of that, that offer price. Mm-hmm. And so after that and the closing fees, his spread was about 8,000 uh, or $8,800. Mm-hmm. And so that was his first deal. Um, we have a lot of people who mail, but both those stories were actually cold calling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, definitely shout out to Craig and, uh, Brent Daniels has that TTP program that everybody uses. Oh, it's a great program. Yeah. 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 Brent's awesome. Yes, he is. And, uh, man, this hot tip I wanted to show you is something I gleaned from Max Maxwell uh-huh. on, um, making sure you're driving in the right spots. Cause with driving for dollars, you know, there's, it's all about like making the process easy so you can follow through. But also, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, well, I didn't get a lot of results but then you look and they didn't add enough properties. Or another issue is maybe they weren't driving in the right spots. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually find where the top zip code, zip codes are where most people are buying cash properties, properties mm-hmm. for cash. And it actually doesn't cost any money. Uh, so you, you like go to listsource.com, you build your own list and you select your county, filter it by equity 99 to 100%. So you know these are cash owned properties and then also filter it by like the last market sale date, like 60 to 90 days. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to tell you that list will be everybody who bought a property cash in the, in the last few months. And then the next page will be buy. So you want to click the buy button, but instead of actually buying it, you can actually click this button called partial list, but, or like, you know, buy partial list. And then you select filter it by zip code. And it tells you, all right, you have this many records in this zip code, <laughs> this many records in this zip code. So then you can export that and then filter it by which zip codes had the most most cash buyers mm-hmm. in the last you know 90 days. And so I love that because it doesn't cost any money. Mm-hmm. And you can very quickly just say, these are the top three zip codes I want to cover. And if you have people driving for you, it's very easy to say, like, go in this specific area as well. Gotcha. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. a really. I love that tip because it's so, a great tip. you can do it in 10 minutes. Yeah. When you said list source and you say free, I was like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's perfect. Uh, so uh, entrepreneur wants to know how you can become an affiliate. Um, so actually in the app, there's this button that says get free leads mm-hmm. and everybody has that. And uh, we definitely appreciate you sharing Deal Machine. That'll give you and the other person uh, like a deal credit reward for um, when they when they use Deal Machine with your promo code. Perfect. Uh, Evelyn Jackson wants to know what's TTP. It's uh, it stands for Talk to People, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a system for cold calling that helps you find these real estate deals for pennies on the dollar, and it's like not an expensive thing because you're you're going out there calling and like earning the deal rather yeah. than just buying mail and sending right. it out. Yeah, it's a program run by uh, Brent Daniels. So you can look up Brent Daniels. Uh, you can look up TTP, or you can go to one of my previous interviews on YouTube and you can see uh, Brent Daniels. He's a character. Oh, he's so funny and entertaining. <laughs> um, so I think that's it. So is there any last message you want to leave the, the listeners with? Mm. Or multiple messages, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well... I just feel like, you know, the, the most practical thing is if you're wanting to use driving for dollars, make sure you, you get to at least 200 properties as fast as possible and repeat your outreach to those owners, no matter if you're using direct mail or calling. I think the biggest advice is um, a lot of people 
try something a little bit, it doesn't work and they move on to the next thing. And that's like the emotion we get, you mm -hmm. know, when we're like seeing money go out the door and you're just like, oh, I'm not getting a result. It's been two weeks, but plan it out ahead of time. So that way, you know, when you're going to stop. So, you know, with driving for dollars, get to 200 properties, send that mail three times over the course of two and a half months. And, and that should be like your plan for like really tackling this and making sure and seeing if it's going to work for you. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's solid. And guys, uh, if you guys are in the Phoenix area or if you guys want to drive to the Phoenix area, uh, David's going to be at Dave and Buster's tonight in Tempe at four 30. Um, so we're going to be Dave and Buster's. It's, uh, we're going to have David speak at five. It's free food. It's free alcohol. So if you guys are in the Tempe Mark Phoenix area, I have no idea why you guys wouldn't come. So definitely guys, 4.30 tonight, Dave and Buster's. David's going to be speaking. Let's get to know him in person. Yeah, and I was going to say, if you guys are listening to this, we're going to do like some free deal credits for yeah. you. And uh, the, the promo code for that is R-E-D awesome. for Real Estate Disruptors. Perfect. And I believe it's $20 worth of credits for sending mail, getting phone numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't ask for a lot more than that. So I'm glad you guys are able to tune in. So R-E-D, guys. Um, and so, yeah, so Dave and Buster's tonight. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what else was there? Oh, so if you guys want to, or, you know, tune in next week, we got Kenny Caceres coming in from Las Vegas. He's also known as Property Plug. He's a, he's crushing it out there. And then if you guys haven't heard, I do have my workshop coming up this month, May 25th. If you guys want to find out more about that, text Disruptor Workshop to 345-345. Um, and if someone wants to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? On Instagram, it's at Deal Machine App. Mm-hmm. Simple mine, enough. yeah, mine is, is D-L-E-C-K-O, so that's D-L-E-C-K-O, and those are probably the two easiest ways. On, on our website, there's also a chat. We respond very quickly, so any of those ways would be great. Awesome. We'd love to talk to you. Awesome. All right, thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you. This was yeah. incredible.